my grapefruits are bigger than yours. Welcome to Grapples of Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to making sure that you go out there and you vote. Because I don't care who you're voting for. I mean, I do, but doesn't matter who you're voting for. Just go out and vote. We have early voting, so there's no excuse. You got ballot voting, so you got no excuse. Or you can go to your actual polls on Tuesday. Either way, you've had seven days plus Tuesday to vote. I want to hear it. You better go out there and vote. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mail-in voting. Um, I'll be on the poll tomorrow. Um, I'm going tomorrow too. Yeah, catch me at Cheetahs in the city. Um, throw some dollar bills. Um, oh, you buffoon! <laughs> no, but for real, I am. Uh, uh, Amanda and I are going to be doing our uh, early voting. Uh, we're waking up the crack of dawn to yep, make here. sure that we're there and be able to cast our votes because I want to be in the room where it happens. The room where it happens. So, so yeah, make sure you go guys out go there. out and vote. Um, if there's any questions as to how to vote, there are plenty of websites, including vote.gov, um, that'll tell you where to go, how to go, when to go, the whole nine yards. Please make sure you go out there and vote. Absolutely. Now that we've crossed that bridge, you're listening to us on soundcloud.com slash grapples apples. That's grapples, the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. I am one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's my biggest baby. That's who I is. Joined by my hetero life mate. Tell him who you are. I am the very sensual, the very tight, Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy, the general, your champion, Shades. Well, Shades, we have a lot to talk about today. On our episode, we have got some title changes. We've got some speculation as to some people who might be on the move. We've got uh, upcoming title defenses. We've got people changing their names. We got documentaries. We got people getting angry at losing their Twitch channels. We got another COVID outbreak. Man, there's just so much. I can't even preface all of it without prefacing all of it. But before we do any of that, go into any of that stuff, Shades, I need you to do me a favor, baby. Yeah, buddy, that day. I need you to ring that bell. So, as usual, let's start with some top stories out in the world of professional wrestling outside of WWE. So, one of the major stories that has come out this week is that Thunder Rosa has decided, well not decided, but she has dropped her NWA Women's World Championship to Serena Deeb, who is currently under contract with AEW. Now, this has led to 
a lot of speculation that Thunder Rosa is on her way to the WWE Performance Center down in Orlando. This is so bad for her. I they're going not agree. Or... They're going to kill her character that she's mm-hmm. worked so hard to build. Mm-hmm. Um, she dropped one of her championships, uh, the the one one of the Joshi championships. Mm-hmm. She's dropped the NWA Women's World Championship. If she was going to sign with AEW, um, she wouldn't have dropped the belt. She would have dropped the belt when NWA wanted her to drop the belt. As long as that belt's on TV for the NWA, yeah, they're I mean, happy. If with she it. was gonna, if she was gonna sign with AEW, she wouldn't have had to do any of that because they clearly have a working relationship. And she dropped it to Serena Deeb, who's currently with AEW. So like, yeah. There's no motivation there. So, the only speculation, it can only be WWE, right? Like, maybe it's not about accolades anymore. Maybe it's about getting that bag, you know? Maybe she's trying to get her money up right now. I guess. I mean, she said herself that she doesn't necessarily care. Like, not that she doesn't care, but, like, she's not someone who grew up watching WWE, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. she fell in love with wrestling in the indie scene and then did some backtracking. So, it's not like this is her lifelong dream to go to WWE. The other thing I can think of is the fact that, you know, this this is money. Yeah. In a... In a global know. climate right now where everything is shutting down again, she's trying to secure yeah. the bag. Well, I can see that. I can see that. I just, ah, oh, man. It's it's going to be so sad to watch her go from Thunder Rosa, who's been killing it, and, you know, the, the half face paint thing, to... To Miriam know, Rose. Like, exactly, exactly. Like, or like some other super Latina name and they're going to pair her with Raquel Gonzalez and like, they're going to do nothing. Uh, yeah. I could totally see them doing that. Pairing her with Raquel Gonzalez and making Raquel be her, like her, her, her muscle. Uh, but they were doing that for um, Dakota Kai already. Yeah. But you know WWE, you gotta stick. The Latinos have to stick together. The blacks have to stick together. Asians have to stick together. You know. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, I don't know. I for her sake, I hope it's not true. For her wallet's sake, do you boo boo? But for the sake of her career as a professional wrestler, oh, don't do it. Say it ain't so. Oh, oh. <laughs> Speaking of say it ain't so, oh. Marty Marty Skrull, who was once at the top of the industry, once the hottest free agent, once one of the biggest merch sellers with one of the biggest crowd participation with the whoop whoop, oh, he's, well, Ring of Honor's pretending like he don't exist, basically. 
He's been giving him the Hulk Hogan treatment. Oh yeah, he has no longer on their website. He's not a part of their creative team. He's not. He's nothing. He's just Marty's girl who's getting paid by Ring of Honor. Yeah, man, that's. I asked. I asked you all. I was like, I was like, what is this about? Like, like, and you're like, dude. The speaking out, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. It's it seems like Ring of Honor either knows something that we don't know, or has just made up their mind on Marty's girl. Now is this bad? Like I I I love Marty. You know I love his whole villain sure. thing. Um, yeah. I did not want him to sign with Ring of Honor. I want him to sign with AEW. Agreed. If he's done with Ring of Honor, do you think that you know, could the Bucks? And Cody and Kenny, they were all good friends. Do you think I think we get a a full gear appearance? You have like okay, so the finals would be Kenny and uh Hangman. Hangman. Yeah. And you have Marty come out and cause Hangman the match. So from what I've seen they haven't terminated his contract. He's still under contract. They just, you know, haven't mentioned him and they've removed him as the booker or as a part of the creative team. With that said, I would think that Tony Khan, especially, um, from what I've seen the way AEW operates, is they know what optics can or cannot do for a company. Unless they know for sure that they can back Marty, I don't think Tony Khan's gonna take that chance. Mm-hmm. Because if they if they scoop him up, the right right if, so let's say Ring of Honor cuts him tomorrow, right? Then you have to have the speculation wheel running. Why do they cut him? Is this because of speaking out? What do they know about speaking out? Does something come out that like now they have to do this? If AEW scoops him up, what does it say? It says that AEW doesn't care. It says that if Marty Skrull is guilty of something, which he's guilty by the actions of Ring of Honor, then it says that AEW doesn't care that he committed whatever foul act he committed towards whatever woman he committed it to. Oh, right so, now it's just speculation, right? It wasn't confirmed or denied that he did it. He's It was like his word. Right now it's just oh. his word versus hers, right? I mean, essentially, but the way he said it, mm-hmm. even like the only thing that was in question is whether or not she was too inebriated to consent. Because the age okay. was legal in the UK, and he said that he thought it was consensual, and her friend is claiming that she was way too drunk to possibly consent. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing in question is whether or not she was inebriated, too inebriated to consent to what happened that night at that party. Okay. Um. So yeah, unless something comes out that shows that the girl was tanked and Marty didn't care, I don't, I can't. I don't know. You know, Un- unless there was you know video evidence, isn't it's it's going to be his word versus hers. It's, there's no sure. Uh, yeah. Like it's it's so like cut and dry like that. You know, it's not There's like unless... pictures, videos or some report of like, exactly. Oh, she was later busted and blew like a point, whatever, you know? 
yeah, it's like she's had to get a speeding ticket. Um, they could have been recording their sexual exploits. Like that's something that they could yeah. have done. Like, but that's not something that somebody wants to see. You know, um, right. I don't know. Like, I, it's hard because with with like pieces of crap like Alberto Del Rio, we're quick to like crucify him. Like, because he's yeah. a yeah. a known you know jerk. Piece of crap. Yeah. But Marty is just like, come on, Marty. I know you're better than this. You didn't do this, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But but then yeah, I feel really bad because I'm Joey like, Ryan. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was like, like I feel bad because I'm like, am I victim blaming? Like, am I just yeah. taking the side of my fav- one of my favorite wrestlers because right. they're my favorite wrestler? Like, if this was Alberto Del Rio, would I believe her? You know? Right. Right. I mean, as I was going to say with like with Joey Ryan, is like theoretically there's nothing but hearsay on that side also, but it was so many people that came out that it almost became mm-hmm. impossible to ignore. You know, like yeah. I was a Joey Ryan fan. I was, I was, I, I was. I don't want to say a big fan, but I was always excited to see his work. You know, anytime Joey Ryan was on a card of anything, I'd get super hyped to watch it. You know, but once were it seemed true, were you turned on? What, what was that? Were you turned on watching a Joey Ryan match? No, never. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with Just you? Me? <laughs> Just me? <laughs> um, but so when the Joey Ryan stuff came out, I was like, no, not Joey Ryan. To the point, and then once it became like, okay, this is definitely something that's that's happening, then it was became, all right, he's he's scum. Go fly a kite, and I think because with Marty, it's it's a one thing that is possibly untrue. The wrestling fan in us is still holding on to, please come on, come on, come on, Marty, right? Like this is come on, you know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. if this one case was the first of like ten, I think you and I would have at this point been like, ah oh, man, it turns out Marty is scum. All right, great, hmm. you know. Yeah, there's a reason why he's nicknamed the villain. Oh, don't do that. Anyway, let's let's move past the you know wretched hive of scum and villainy. Um, let's talk about Impact because man, Impact Wrestling has had themselves all week. So, for those of you who don't know. Even though, if you listened to us last week, which I'm sure you did, you already know that this past weekend was bound for glory. Not okay. So let's let's breeze through some some results. Um, Rohit Raju retains the X Division title. Um, Rhino won the gauntlet. Although we'll get to more of that story later. The North have won the tag team titles in their fatal four-way tag team match. Rich Swan defeats Eric Young because whatever, who cares, um, to become the new Impact World Champion. But probably the biggest story is that Sue Young returned from her... So she transitioned from her Susie character, which she had been doing recently for the last you know X amount of months, has reverted back to Sue Young, took the place 
of Kylie Ray, who no showed Bound for Glory, and then defeated Diana Perazzo to become the new Knockouts champion. Much to unpack there. Okay, so let's start off with the the beginning. Rohi Raju retaining the exhibition championship. Mm -hmm. Why have Jordan Grace win it two weeks ago just for just to have him retain at Bound for Glory? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then you shouldn't you shouldn't have given Jordan Grace the championship. It's dumb, or not give her the championship. I like I I don't know how they it it technically didn't change hands because he said it wasn't on the line, right? He didn't like the yeah, breath didn't yeah. put it up or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rhino. Um, I knew Rhino was going to win this simply because of the uh this heat stipulation yeah i'm just like ah that sucks there are so many other people that should have won that you have an old geriatric rhino win the gauntlet match so back real quick to the the exhibition match the only reason would clearly now that they had that that incident with Jordan Grace winning, not winning was to justify her putting in her, her in this match just to put eyes on this match. And it's mm, such, okay. it was such an obvious so, play now, mm-hmm. which it's, I don't know. I get it. It's a business move, but it's gross. You know, like, it's like I don't appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, Oh, look, there's a woman in this match. Remember, you know, earlier this year, we had a woman face the world champion. She won. Can she exactly. win again? Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. I don't, exactly. I don't appreciate that. And Rhino, so this was, I said I was going to come back to this in a bit, was not scheduled to win this match. It was supposed to be Heath. However, he suffered a hernia mid-match. And so on the fly... They had Rhino win. That way, they could still have the same outcome. Because the whole point was Rhino or Heath had to win the match in order for Heath to get his contract. Okay. So Heath goes down. So on the fly, they're like, all right, so then I guess Rhino's got to do it. So then Rhino won. Uh, and, and you didn't even mention the most important part. A returning cowboy, James Storm, returned at Bound for Glory. You're right. You're right. I apologize. I did not mention that. That's my that's my bad. Because you know what? When I saw that he returned, I was like, man, WWE, I'm, my butt. I, <laughs> I, I ain't going front. I pop. Of course. Of course you pop. pop. All right. I said, sorry about your damn luck. I said, oh, so I got to change my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, I was like, oh, WWE, my uh huh. I was gonna go WWE until Corona happened. Man, shut up, liar. Listen, go back <laughs> home. Um, his, <laughs> excuse me. His first uh, Impact World Championship title run was cut short with him feuding with um, Robert Roode. Give him one more shot at the gold. He's in phenomenal shape, you know. Um, I mean, he's don't more give legit it than Rich Swan. Don't don't yeah, you know, but you gotta build new superstars. Like we've always said this with WWE. Stop bringing old people in to bury new talent. 
Um, Rich Swan is your champion. Let him run run with it for a little while. Let him beat Rhino because he's going to beat Rhino. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. December, January. Give him like a three month, four month title reign, and then have him drop it to Cowboy. Moose. Moose. Yeah. Moose has got to stop this 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 thing with him and EC3 and a TNA championship and bro, come on, come on, do something. So why would he drop it with Moose? Like why why would he drop it to Moose? Why don't he just drop it to James Storm? And then James Storm can like because James Storm's a great talker. He can just tell him like I don't know why you're carrying around that plastic championship <clears throat> when I'm the real champion. Then they have a unification match and. So okay, that's my. Uh, I, I I was not clear. I thought I would. Yeah, I was saying for James Storm to feud with Moose for the title. Oh, okay. Before he 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 feuds with Rich Swan. After I wanted him to take it off of Rich Swan, and then feud and with then Moose. go and start okay. feud with Moose. Yeah, because all I heard was Moose. You know, so I was oh like, my oh. bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I was just like, yeah, oh, no. okay, I, I we just Rich name animals. To drop it to James Storm. <laughs> Cow, zebra, uh, uh, elk. <laughs> yeah, no, I want, I want uh, Rich Swan to drop it to James Storm. James Storm to drop it to Moose. Okay, because like you said, that's you know why you walking. You know, you keep walking around talking about you're the TNA champion with that that old belt that for a company that doesn't exist anymore. A company that didn't know what they were doing. Is that who you want to represent? You want to represent some, you know, a company that didn't even know how to sustain themselves? Something like that. You know what I mean? Like insult TNA at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a company then, that was bought out on on two separate occasions, blah, 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 blah. And just like yeah, really yeah. like throw dirt on the company. <clears throat> a company that couldn't even keep around AJ Styles, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like really, really dig it in. Oh, no. Like, don't name drop. No? Don't, oh, come no. on. He he could do uh, he can do something to the effect of he they couldn't even keep um the man that kept this company alive for years, one phenomenal wrestler. Like something like that. But okay. don't just say AJ Styles That's exactly. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. Insinuation is just as good as direct you know, okay, I'm with you. Like this company had Olympic gold medalists. We had icons, you know, Sting, mm, Kurt Angle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then uh, you let uh, uh, old poison from old uh, defunct companies ruin what we had, and so on and so forth. Because actually, uh, you know, when uh, what's his name, Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. came to, to impact that's when impact really like skid like hit yeah. the skids yeah yeah no i'm with it i'm with it let see what happens yeah um so yeah so you were going down the list oh no like okay so the north win the tag titles i'm fine with that it's either that or the good brothers to be honest yeah it's yeah. either the good brothers or motor city retains but they didn't retain for a reason. You'll get to that in, in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Sue Young coming out to defeat Deanna Parazzo. I like it. Well, let's. I want to. I want to backtrack a little bit because this doesn't happen if Kylie Ray doesn't no show. Okay. Now she signed with AEW, and then you know they came to an agreement and released her from her contract. She goes to Impact, and then no shows. Bound for Glory, their biggest show of the year. Something. Something's going on here. I think. This is just speculation. I don't know a single thing about this young lady. I think she suffers from some sort of um, like anxiety. anxiety. Yeah, and I think the big stage freaks her out. Because I think that's what happened with AEW. I think the magnitude of the platform got to her, and I think that's what happened with Bound for Glory. I think the magnitude of the match got to her, and I think that's you know, so she she went MIA. But if you're a professional wrestler, I understand that, you know, this might be a thing. You've got to find a way to handle that in a professional manner. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying, you know, push yourself to do the show. If you can't do it, if you don't think it's in your best interest for your mental health to do the show, don't do it. Don't but start the program in general. Know. Don't start well, the program too. in general. That too. I mean, you know what? No, because you you can think that you can handle it, and then the night before the show comes, and you start to freak, and your anxiety gets to the best of you. You know, I don't suffer from anxiety, so I can't speak for what that experience is like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know people who do suffer from anxiety. I know people who, like, you know, for them, it's crippling. And mm-hmm. so if she thought she was up for it, which she see, she was, like, she seemed down. She was fine the entire program. And then they even said, TNA officials even said that she was fine um, on Saturday, on was it Friday, I think it was. And then on Saturday, she just didn't show up. But what I'm saying is that, like, if this happens, you have to have some some sort of fail safe in place. You got to be able to tell them, hey, listen, I'm sorry, I can't make it. You know, whatever the case is, you have to, you can't no show. No, no yeah, show. She, she no showed. And all the, the the basement dwellers and the neck beards and the window lickers, they came out and they're like, "Hope we don't have a Chris Benoit situation on our hands." Oh, that's like, what's. Gross. I was like, "What's wrong with you people?" Like seriously. That's unfortunate. That's terrible. See, that just shows the ugly. Yeah. Like uh, of professional wrestling fans. Like people give us, people give us like you know some get some some guff a little bit sometimes because we're not as active on Twitter, um, but like that's one of the reasons why I try to stay away from Twitter in my own it's personal. Such life. it's such a cesspool. Yeah, that man. And, that and Reddit are like two of the like like uh, you'll never find more like scum and villainy there. Yeah, it's just it's disgusting. Yeah, that's like in my personal life, I don't use Twitter for anything. The only Twitter I, I have is our, you know, Grapples Apple's Twitter. And even that, I, I don't really go on much. It's just because the people on Twitter are just, they're vile. They're vile human beings. Absolutely. So for Kylie Ray's sake, I hope she's okay. Um, I don't like the way she went about this, but I hope she's okay. And I think Impact was lucky enough that they were kind of sowing the seeds of the Susie to Sue Young transformation about a week or two ago, they started kind of like 
oh, is is Susie going back to being Sue Young? They kind of tease it a little bit. Josh Matthews, right? That's the yeah. their their ring announcer, yeah. not their ring announcer, their commentator, yeah. their lead. They're play by he's play. he's horrible. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say he is effing <laughs> terrible. It's it's Sue Young. I'm like, bro. You, you first of all, I got a I got a high high voice. Like I do not have like a baritone type voice. Yeah, it's more falsetto. <laughs> but bro, this squeaky sob trying to make like a serious situation sound serious just comes across as like Mickey Mouse doing it. Oh my gosh. Like I got happy. Uh, I was happy now that we're you know on to the Sue Young thing. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see Sue Young. Right. I'm also happy that Sue Young beat Deanna. Simply because Deanna's a heel right now, mm-hmm. she can say I was not prepared to face Sue Young at Bound for Glory. I prepared all this time for Kylie Ray, so I was taken by surprise. Okay. The, the problem with that is, where do you go? Do you have her drop the belt, like Sue Young drop the belt, and Deanna pick it back up? Then, like you know, it it, it kind of you do not want to play hot potato with your championship. I think more than anything, my issue would be that it deflates the return of Sue Young. Yes. You know, I, I agree with you that. Deanna can use this as an excuse for why she lost. Okay, fine. Agreed. But like you said, now either they have a rematch and she loses, which I I was a fan of Deanna with the belt. I thought she was doing a great job. I thought she could have held it for another few months. Um, but otherwise she drops it. I mean, she picks it back up off of Sue Young and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks for the return. That's all we needed you for. Bye bye. Yeah, you know. And then also, what do you do with Kylie Ray when well, she's ready to come can, back? Do you plug her back into a program? You can you can go a WWE route, and you can have him in a triple threat match, and then you can fake that Kylie Ray is having another anxiety attack because they're classless, like like they can be classless like WWE. Oh, I hope and, not. And then Kylie Ray comes out mid match. To to eat up the pin, become the new champion. They they better not do that. The problem is, you do not want to put your major women's championship on someone who suffers from anxiety attacks. Who's gonna know show shows? That's my thing. I don't care if you suffer from anxiety, but if you're gonna no show my biggest you know show of the year, that I can't trust you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Word chicken bird. So how about man? I I don't know where we. What if? Okay, I think this is ideal. And you can correct me if you if if you disagree. Kylie Ray comes back. She says she's you know whatever happened happened. I don't. However they want to play it, they they can do whatever they want. They can say but, that Sue Young poisoned her or something. Sure, sure. Whatever the case is, whatever excuse they want to play on the table, they can. And she's gonna say she never got her title match. And Diana will have her excuse that she prepared for the wrong person, so they have the triple threat. And in the triple threat, they have Kylie cost Sue Young the belt so that Diana picks it back up off of Kylie. That way, Sue Young's return is not wasted because she doesn't look she doesn't she's not weak, you know, she didn't lose it. 
you pin Kylie Ray, who was she got her shot, but she doesn't get rewarded for no showing. And then mm-hmm. Deanna gets to continue her reign. And then after that, you can move into Deanna versus Susie. I mean, so I'm sorry, Sue Young in an actual program. Because then okay. Sue Young can say, You didn't beat me, you beat Kylie, I want my belt back, and they can have a feud with Deanna holding it until whenever they decide to drop it. Love it. Book it. Boom. Boom. And whoop. There it is. All right. So as we were talking about the tag titles, Alex Shelley of the Motor City Machine Guns apparently suffered an injury at Bound for Glory because it wasn't enough that Heath Miller had an injury. Is it wasn't enough that Kylie Ray no-showed? It's like, oh, yeah, I got an injury too. So Alex Shelley suffered an indisclosed injury, undisclosed injury at Bound for Glory. Um, hope he's back soon because I know – as someone who did not watch the Motor City Machine Guns their first time around, I've enjoyed their work so far and their return. I hope he's back soon because they've been fun to watch. Yes, they are. Um, Let's see. Okay. We have some. Now, here's something that I completely forgot about. <laughs> Kenny Omega is defending his... Triple A Mega Championship. I forgot he was their world champion. <laughs> You're lucky that I don't do non-WWE news. Because <laughs> I just said, Kenny Omega is defending his ah title. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, Kenny Omega is to defend his Triple A championship, uh, Mega Championship versus Laredo Kid. At this year's Triple Mania. Now, if anyone's been following Triple Mania for the last few years, it's been hilarious in the worst possible ways. I think it was two, three years ago when we had drunk Jeff Jarrett throwing tortillas in the crowd. Heading out racial slurs to everybody who would listen. Oh, God. Um, I think it was three years ago when um, Sexy Star tried to break Rosemary's arm in a shoot. Because she's a jerk. Um, was it last year that Aerostar almost killed himself? Uh, two years ago when Ray Phoenix kicked the, the wife of the, the president of AAA on the head doing a, a, a tope spot. Triple A's You forget about um, Vampiro. Oh my god, play my music! Play my music! Oh my god, oh my god. Triple, uh, Triple Mania is always entertaining, to say the least. So, to watch Kenny defended versus Laredo Kid, I, I, I'm going to be more excited to watch what happens in the undercard. <laughs> um, Kenny's in his first reign, and he's at uh, oh, held the championship for over a year. Yeah, he took it off of Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think part of that is, you know, COVID restrictions. You know, I don't think he's been able I to mean, go to Mexico. That he's he has defended the championship more times than Phoenix. Really? Yes. So That's Phoenix uh, Phoenix had one reign with two defenses for 420 days. Wow. Uh, similar to you, where you have the length. Oh, God. Uh, but 
only one title defense, whereas I, a, a fighting champion, month after month, seemingly un, almost unfair, is creeping up on your combined total days. But Guy, I don't think anybody's going to touch twice? me three times. Oh, por favor. Three times. And you're lucky it's not on the line next weekend. Why do you think I made <laughs> the harvest? How do I champ- prolong my reign? <laughs> the, the champ needs a break. That what? Take a break. Like that's what I need right now. I need a break. <laughs> oh man! Uh, and last bit of news from the world outside of WWE is it's still. I know the G one is over. The G one may be over. But the Ring of Honor Pure Tournament is not. We are finally at the finals that are going to take place tomorrow. And to my surprise, it's not going to be Lethal versus Gresham. It's going to be Tracy Williams versus Jonathan Gresham. The the the, the winner doesn't change. Gresham still Oh, no, wins. no. Yeah, you and I still have Gresham to win this thing to begin with. Um, I'm not sure why they. I I don't get it. Lethal versus Gresham writes itself, in my opinion. I, I they're the know. they're the tag team champions right now. Exactly, so, but why wouldn't so it would make perfect sense? It would make perfect I, sense to have them. I don't know what ROH is doing. I guess my thought is maybe the thought is this: if you have Lethal versus Gresham in the finals, it goes one of two ways. Either it's a friendly sportsmanship. And they win and shake hands and whoever, like, whatever. Or then someone has to turn on the other and you break up the tag team. And so if Ring of Honor is thinking it that way, then to conserve or to preserve, rather, the tag team, they had Jay Lethal lose in the semifinals so that you don't have to worry about them breaking up or turning on each other in the finals. You don't need that, though. I'm aware of that. But has Ring of Honor shown that they have competent booking over the last year? I don't know. Not really. Exactly. But that's going to wrap up the non-WWE news. Shades, talk to him about what's going on over there in Titan Towers. Ugh. Uh, I really don't want to do this, but if I have to, I'm going to have to wear a mask and bring some hand sanitizer. Because WWE's Performance Center is experiencing COVID-19 outbreaks like you wouldn't believe. Again. Uh, I feel like we're doing this every other week. Right. Um, when are you going to learn? Um, when are you going to learn? And now, not only are they having Performance Center outbreaks. Hold on, hold on before, but, we, before we move on. I love their defense. Oh, well, the Performance Center students are being kept separate from the NXT talent. So the NXT talent isn't getting sick. What? <laughs> How is... <laughs> Don't worry. We They still have an opportunity to get the NXT talent sick as well. I, oh my god. Anyway, okay, so then get to the next part, because then I have something more for that also. Go ahead. So, the WWE are allowing fans to attend NXT tapings with negative COVID-19 test results. So, so in the same week that they have an outbreak, hey, fans, come on in. Hmm. And reports, reports have indicated, this is coming from Meltzer directly, 
that fans who have been tested are getting tested on Tuesday and then are then going out to bars together on Tuesday night and then going to the tapings on Wednesday. <laughs> you can't write this stuff, bro. <sighs> Instead of getting tested on Tuesday and then just like going into your hotel room or to your house or whatever, no, they're all going out to bars after. I can't, I don't even understand. Oh my God. It's like, hey, you don't have COVID. Okay, let's go drink. <laughs> I contracted COVID. Damn. <laughs> I don't understand these people. I don't get it. I, I don't either. Uh, WWE is... It's like they're the Titanic. And they they hear Iceberg dead ahead. And instead of like changing course. And like letting the iceberg like scrape against them. They, they ram it head first. Like, hey... We'll break through it. <laughs> COVID's not going to stop us. But there then again... There is no iceberg. The iceberg is a lie. Then again, you're talking about a man whose wife is a financial advisor to the President of the United States who also has handled COVID-19 poorly. What would you expect Vince McMahon to do? He's probably getting his advice from Trump. He's like, don't worry. Don't worry. It's not real. Suplex each other. Spit in each other's mouths. COVID's fake. <laughs> like, like, what is he? I, I got COVID. I'm fine. I'm fine. I got it. I got, believe me. Believe me. You have Tylenol. <laughs> you'll be good. Just inject like, yourself. Put some disinfectant. You'll be fine. What are you doing? Moving moving on to the next bit of news. Moving on. WWE's Thunderdome is going to run out in Orlando at the end to, uh, or late uh, November. So, bye-bye Thunderdome. Or you think they're going to re-up their, their, their rental? You know, right now there's no sports. I think they're hoping that by the end of November they can allow more fans into a building and then they'll find a building that they can accommodate fans. Why not do it at full sale? Because then you're going to... Do you really want to put the Raw and SmackDown rosters at risk when you're having an outbreak at the Performance Center every other week? Mm. Full cell might also be closed. Remember, it's part of a campus. It's part of a university. So it might be closed completely. <sighs> I I don't know. Do it. Do it. The, they have wrestling rings on the roof of uh, Titan Towers. Do that. <laughs> who, who cares if it's 48 degrees outside right now? Just fly them all to Connecticut in the middle of the fall and winter. They'll be fine. Yeah. Put a put a a ring in the basement, and then it could be real raw underground. Oh, stop it! WWE needs to stop it, and their I silly agree. their silly fascination or obsession rather with removing the first part of people's names. This oh, has happened God. to Buddy Murphy, who is now Murphy. 
This has happened to Mustafa Ali, who was Ali, who is now Mustafa Ali again. Antonio Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro is now Cesaro. Uh, Andrade Cien Almas yep, is just Andrade. Andrade. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? There's definitely more people that I can't think of off the top of my head right now, but oh yeah. I'm waiting for the, for Alistair Black to become Alistair. Or just Black. <laughs> it's Black in the ring! Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> it's all, it's all, all the African Americans just looking like, what? <laughs> what is that? I can't believe this Black. This black is the worst. You can never count on black to do the right thing. Like, wait a minute. Oh my god! Excuse it's me. like that's that's like the South Park episode where Randy's on uh, Wheel of Fortune. And yes. Like people who annoy yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like N blank G G E R S. It was like naggers. It's like people yeah. who nag. I was like, oh my god, that's great. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, it was brilliant. People who annoy you. He's like, I know the answer. I just don't want to say it. He's like, you got ten <laughs> seconds, Mr. Marsh. It's like, all right, I got it. Beep. I was like, oh no. Oh man. It was like Vanna White just turns it around as an A. She's just like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> 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 so moving so 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 they removed the Matt part to Matt Riddle and now he's just Riddle R- Riddle me this Batman what is wrong with them what like what I don't understand what's wrong with Matt Matt Riddle I don't like why I don't know. Why? It's such a stupid it's such a stupid reason to get rid of Matt. I don't get it. Like, There's okay, no reason. Cut down the Alexander Rusev. Okay, fine. And let's be real, Rusev by itself is a stronger th- name than Alexander Rusev. Fine. Cesaro also is a is a, a better one than Antonio Cesaro. I agree. A- Antonio Cesaro sounds like a soccer player. A hundred percent. Um, although his real name is like Claudio Castiglioni, so like you know, which is even more soccer player. <laughs> but like, I don't. Oh man, this riddle thing, I don't get it. I don't get. There's no. There's literally nothing wrong with. I get Mustafa Ali. I can kind of understand from Vince McMahon's racist perspective. I get it. You know, it sounds too terrorist. Whatever. Um, maybe, maybe this is a riddle that we cannot solve. Stop. I just looked at my wall like there was a camera there, like <laughs> just staring straight into the wall, like, yeah, I just did that. Oh god. And then and then Matt Riddle. Ooh, ooh, excuse me. Sorry. Hello. Uh, Matt Riddle defends it on Twitter. He's like, guys, it's not that big a deal. It's just Matt. They call me Riddle anyway. It's okay. It's like I'm still the original bro, Riddle. Riddle me this, WWE. Why do your ratings suck? It's not a riddle. <sighs> so WWE and Netflix are producing a multi-part Vince McMahon documentary. And it is labeled, The Genetic Jackhammer, My Grapefruits Are Bigger Than Yours. <laughs> oh my 
I'm interested to see it. I'm interested to see what they're doing. Because if it's just a generic Vince McMahon documentary, we've seen this before. On on the network. By WWE Studios. It's just people giving their like opinions of him. I don't care. And that they're, they're gonna, gonna cover they cover his youth, his relationship yeah, exactly. with his mother. They're gonna they're gonna talk about his dad. Dad, yep. Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna talk about him trying to swallow up all the um the territories. Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna talk about Hulk Hogan. They're gonna talk about the Montreal screw job, Stone Cold, and then the Attitude Error. Uh, not the Attitude Error, um everything past that. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And how Don't. he's still doing it at this age and blah, 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 blah. He's in phenomenal shape for his age. He's in phenomenal shape for his age. Mentally, he's not there anymore. I don't he's not know. in touch. I don't need a fluff piece. I don't, I don't need to see a Vince McMahon, you know, God's gift to earth documentary. I don't need to see it. I, I want someone. It'll never happen. But I want someone to give us a true Ms. McMahon documentary. Mm-hmm. About how he's nuts with his stupid sneezing and no one else can be eating while he's eating. And how he treats his performers and creative and how he changes shows on the fly or the day before. Like, I want people to, to really understand that Ms. McMahon is freaking Looney Tunes. And I want to see things that I don't even know about Ms. McMahon. I don't want to see this fluff nonsense. Yeah. Uh, the last bit of WWE news is WWE is enforcing their wrestlers to shut down their third-party services, their streams. Um, so bye-bye Twitch, Twitch to AJ Styles. Um, um, cameos on people's things, uh, whatever it is. Uh, the one wrestler or um, you know superstar that is not happy about this page she's trying to start a union and that ain't gonna fly with wwe well i mean she even and i from her perspective i totally get it when she was like listen i broke my neck you know two times or three times for this company and, like, they're taking this away from me? Like, I can't wrestle anymore because I wrestle, I overworked myself working for you. And now you can't even give me this? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I told it from her, from that perspective. It's like, man, that's kind of hard to win that argument, WWE, you know? But, yeah. <sighs> even AJ, AJ said, this is not goodbye. This is see you later. You know, I think AJ's looking to find some way around this. Um, yeah, his contract is going to be up soon. I think in the next year or so, mm-hmm. he's going to go back to streaming. The guy doesn't have to work; he's paid very well. Very true. He can do one-offs or cameos. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, he can do one-off shows and impact or, um, uh, AEW. He can go to new Japan and wrestle over there. Um, 
he doesn't have to do a full-time thing. I, I want AJ to be inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame. He deserves it. Well, duh, that's going to happen. Um, that's only going to happen after he retires from WWE, though. Yeah, the second his contract is over with WWE and he doesn't resign, like they're mm. going to start planning that immediately. Hmm. So yeah, um, the last last bit of news is Miro uh, made a comment because people are asking him like, "Do you think that Lana is getting put through a table for the sixth week in a row as like punishment for you not you know you know signing with AEW?" And <clears throat> his response is fine. Like, Lana can take care of herself. She's a professional. Like, you know, if they're doing this to her, she's a strong woman, blah, blah, blah. Bump all that. This company had her make out with another man in front of her husband for storyline purposes. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Drag this woman through the mud if you're doing that. So Meltzer thinks, and I, I, I sent you the, the audio clip of this earlier this week, where Meltzer thinks this is WWE trying to turn Lana into a babyface. Her babyface stuff doesn't work, though. They're trying to build sympathy for her by having Nia Jax put her through the table so many times. To the point where, because she keeps bouncing back, the fans are going to get behind her for her resilience and her strength, and then she's going to get a win, and she's going to go over as a babyface. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's working. Uh, <laughs> Brian Alvarez surely does not think that's working. Uh, Tom Dave, Tommy Boy doesn't think it's working, but that is supposedly the plan. That it's not a punishment. It's more of them trying to get her over as a babyface and failing epically. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, that is the WWE news. That's, that's, that's all I got, man. Um, <sighs> real? So, we, we've got Survivor Series coming up next month and so as such wwe is starting to stack up their their survivor series teams for both raw and smackdown because we're doing the brand supremacy thing so on raw the men are all competing in qualifier matches so aj keithley and sheamus have qualified so far i think maybe one other person i forgot who but on the women's side they just announced four out of five, and let the fifth member get into a match about it. Shayna, Nia, Dana, Mandy, and then Lana won a fatal four-way to qualify. On SmackDown, Jay Uso and Kevin Owens qualified, and then Bianca Belair is the only woman so far on the SmackDown team to qualify for the Survivor Series team. Okay. (laughs) 
Okay. I'm serious. I don't care about Survivor Series right now. I I think this is the the first time in a long time going into Survivor Series. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, well, yeah. There's there's been no build. They just did the draft, so I don't the, the brand supremacy. You're not selling me on brand supremacy when Kevin Owens was on Raw last week, and now he's gonna represent SmackDown this week. Why would he care? You know. Not only that, but your your champion versus champion matches. Look look at the all but one match is intriguing. You have Randy Orton at this moment in time, you know, because they do change the titles at like the week week before WrestleMania yeah. uh, WrestleMania Survivor Series, like the Go Home Show. They'll change the championship. So Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. Four. The New Day versus the Street Profits. Could be fun. Boo. Could be fun. Yeah, probably, but boo. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Um, didn't we see this already? With Bobby Lashley's sisters. And now... The only match that actually will be good, unless they change it, Asuka versus Sasha Banks. That should be good. Russell's trying to readjust over there. He's making mad noise. <laughs> I don't care about Survivor Series. I don't care about the the six man, uh, five man, four man tag, five man tag, whatever the elimination, the classic Survivor Series match. Russell, make all the noise in the world. I promise they don't hear you. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't care. Let's okay. So this week on NXT was their Halloween Havoc special episode. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart was the host in like her right her red leather unitard, um, and then the matches were like spin the wheel, make a deal, blah blah blah. So Johnny Gargano becomes the North American champion because reasons, I guess. Uh, Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes had a two part. Match, which was really, I don't, oh, God, I could not care less about this. Where they had, like, this spooky stuff, and Cameron Grimes is, like, running through the streets, and then they have an actual match in the ring, but there's zombies involved. I was, oh, God, I didn't care about this at all. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez, and Rhea Ripley goes over because reasons, I guess. Uh, the funny, I guess, I don't know about funny, but they um they had a little skit in the middle of the show where, like, Drake Maverick was dressed up as Hollywood Hogan, um, and Killian Dane was the Shockmaster. <laughs> but he was just standing there with his arms out, and Drake Maverick was like, "No, you're supposed to fall." And he's like, "Why? Why would I fall?" Like, because that's what the Shockmaster did. He's like, "Yeah, but this is dumb." He's like, "Why can't you have fun?" He's like, "It's dumb." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, cool. Thanks for that, guys." Um, but the main event, Io Shirai. Versus Candice LeRae in a TLC match was top notch. Yeah. Fantastic match. LeRae takes a hell of a bump through a ladder. 
Holy jeez. Um, and Io Shirai retains. Oh no, I thought it was uh, somewhat underwhelming for a Halloween Havoc, you know, reboot. But so it was a classic Halloween Havoc. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. The numbers were good according to the ratings. Um, NXT defeated AEW, which I'm not surprised. But the total number of viewers on Wednesday for NXT and AEW was just like 0.2 under Raw, something like that. So that's good news for wrestling. Yeah. Who cares? AEW has is is it doesn't matter if if NXT beats AEW for one week. This <laughs> WWE fans, NXT fans specifically are going to take this and run with it. Yeah. You had to put on a pseudo pay-per-view to beat them in the ratings. I think that right now it's like 1000 to 4 or something like that. <laughs> Um, I don't understand why Gargano became the new NA champion. I don't know. Um, there was the Damian Priest uh, experiment is over. Uh, Io and and Larray have so much chemistry; they're mm-hmm. not going to have a bad match. Mm-hmm. Um, people are complaining that uh, uh Candice should have won this. No. Because they've fought uh, four or five times already, and she's lost all matches. Okay, so what? Um, and then the there's rumors that the the masked person that came in to help Candice is Austin Theory. Now, Thrill and I were talking about this off air. It's like why 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 Austin Theory? Like, what does he gain from that? And I said I have absolutely no clue. But if it was Johnny Gargano, why wouldn't Gargano just come out as he usually does? Why dress up? Why put on the charade? Yeah, that's a good point. Both don't make uh like either way, it's up in the air. No one like it doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, Shay, is there anything else you want to add about what's going on this week? No, not that I'm aware of. Well, well then. In the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds. I promise. There are a lot of bad seeds. This is true. But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. So, Shades, do you have yourself a good seed for the week? It's a rough one for good seeds. Uh, I don't have a good seed. Hmm. Okay. Well, I have two to choose from. Um, Roman and Jay continue to do great work on SmackDown. It was the only thing worth watching on SmackDown this week. Um, but, what are you talking? About? You didn't like the um, the Seth Rollins Murphy? No, no. Uh, Dominic, oh my god, Dominic okay. Mysterio. Um, where they're gonna have like was it a Mysterio on a pole match? 
<laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my. Okay. When I finish going, uh, you just help me decide my bad seat for the week. Thank you. My good seat for the week is going to be the Io Shirai and Candice LeRae match because I thought it was a great match. My bad seed goes to this stupid Daniel, not Daniel Murphy, baseball. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we were talking about baseball on Facebook for like all week. Um, Buddy Murphy, Seth Rollins, and the, and the Mysterios. This week has reached an all-time low. Where <laughs> Buddy Murphy comes out to the ring with Aaliyah. Murphy. Whatever. Murphy comes out to the ring with Aaliyah. He wants to apologize to Ray and Dominic face-to-face for everything he's done. Instead, uh, uh, Seth Rollins comes out. And he's like how he accepts them for who they are, and for what they are, whatever it is that they are. And then <sighs> Dominic comes out, starts beating up on Seth and Buddy, and then Rome, and then Ray comes out, and then they're gonna hit the six one nine on on Buddy Murphy, Murphy, and Aaliyah steps in and stops him. And of course, Ray, they're like, "All right, Ray, we need you to be as Mexican as possible," and he goes, "Vámonos." <sighs> And she goes, I'm not going with you, Dad. I love him. Oh. Boy, when I tell you I damn near turned off my TV and threw the remote out the window, I damn near turned off my TV and threw the remote out the window. I called my brother immediately. It was like, no, no, no. This is dumb. This is dumb. And Ray's like, what? What did you say to me? I said, I Te love quiero him. Mucho. I love him. <laughs> Vamonos! No! I love him! I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. My brain is exploding. My bad seed goes to all of that. Oh, no. No. I love you. I love him. I'm not going with you, Dad. I, the man is 32 years old and she's like 19. It's okay. I love... Bro, her performance delivering, no, I'm not going with you, Dad. I love him. Was almost as bad as Natalie Portman telling uh, Hayden Christensen... <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. My good seed goes to Sue Young winning the (laughs) knockouts championship, even though it technically happened last week, recovering it this week. So that's my good seed. My bad seed. I have so much to choose from. I don't know what I can go with. Um, I love him. Ugh. My bad seed goes to Johnny Gargano. Uh, You know what? It goes to Impact Wrestling. Oh, curveball there. Okay. Yeah. Bringing back the Knockouts Tag Team titles. Oh, I forgot to mention that. I'm sorry. That's yeah. my bad. That's that's my bad seed. Bring back the knockouts tag team titles. Why is that a bad seed for you? They're they're like WWE. They don't have tag team women's like women tag teams. 
So you're just going to get like a hodgepodge of different women teaming together. Uh, no chemistry. It's gonna. It's 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 a it's a mess for the WWE already. We've seen this experiment. Um, the last time they had the knockouts tag team titles, the last champions were Eric Young and ODB. So, yeah, that that gets my bad seat. I mean, I understand why they're doing it because right now, right now at least, they have a few tag, uh, a few teams where they have um, Kimberly is with um, Diana Parazzo. They have Taya Valkyrie teaming with uh, Rosemary. They have um, Kira Hogan tagging with Tasha Steeles. So you know they they have. Oh, teams. Not, not to mention on Raw, Mia Yim or whatever her name is on uh, in Retribution. Oh, like reckoning, reckoning. She's in the ring, and the ref's calling her Mia. He's calling her Mia Yim. <laughs> He's like, "Come on, Mia, get out of the ring." It's like that's not her name. <laughs> that's not her name. It's reckoning. That's my bad seed. That 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 that's my bad seed. At least he didn't call her Slapjack. Come on, Mia, get out of the ring. Come on, you blazing baddie, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Keith Lee's partner, get out. Oh my god, bro. I'm like <laughs> Oh man. It's so and Dumb. Come on, Jade. Get out, Jade. Get out of the <laughs> Jade. Oh, man. You're going to bring that out? She was an Impact. I know. That was her name in Impact. I'm aware. Yeah. And with that, folks, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples of Apples. That's Grapples, the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, it doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages, that's Facebook.com and Twitter.com, slash Grapples Apples, again, that's Grapples, the number two, Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you gotta do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible, because we really do appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's what I mean, baby. That's who I is. Join with my head roll life, mate, tell them who you are. Man of the hour, man with the power, too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise at the top, the general, your champion, your boy, Shades. As always, don't forget to check out our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestling. Peace. Peace, love.